if there's things that are stressing you out, making you feel bad about yourself, making you have this body hate, don't follow them. And, you know, maybe that's even people that are closer to you. But if it's causing you mental health issues, <laughs> you know, just block that. It's okay. Hey guys, I'm Izzy Sapien, a seasoned brand builder in the most elusive and mysterious industry on earth, the glamorous beauty industry. And I'm on a mission to make beauty a better place, starting with this podcast. I've worked in the marketing departments of several major beauty brands and helped build a number of emerging brands from zero to millions. Each week, I'll break down the details of some of beauty's most notorious and untold scandals of today, along with my own personal experiences. But most importantly, my whole reason for doing this podcast is to highlight the beauty and wellness brands, influencers, and trailblazers who are doing it right and deserve a piece of the spotlight. Not to be mistaken for a cancel culture reboot, this well-intentioned tell-all aims to create a space for growth in beauty. I hope you'll join me every week for honest and stripped-down conversations. After all, it's growth that's a thing of beauty. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to A Thing of Beauty. Today is Tuesday, March 8th, which is also my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. We have an incredible guest here today. Summer is a mother, entrepreneur, author, chef. She's been featured in some of the most credible wellness publications, The Chalkboard Max, The Cara Life, Mind Body Green, and she's one of the original beauty wellness trailblazers. She speaks really openly about her issues surrounding body image and how that played a role in her search for balance in her own wellness. And I think that's something we can all relate to. She's also a four-part entrepreneur and collaborating on an amazing project with a really respected industry formulator, Kendra Mark, in the psychedelic space. Before we get into this episode, I want to note psilocybin is not currently monitored by the FDA, and the brands in this industry are doing incredible things for people who suffer a range of mental health issues to just wanting every day a deeper connection with themselves. And everyone needs to make their own choices about what's right for their personal health and wellness journey. But microdosing, something that we talk about a little bit today, has been a really helpful tool for a lot of people. Let's jump into it. Hey, Summer, welcome to A Thing of Beauty. This is such an exciting episode for me, firstly, because we haven't physically seen each other in eight years, which is crazy and weird to know people on Instagram and follow them, follow their career, how much it's transformed, but then not have actually spoken (laughs) about it or touched base or anything. You know, that's probably like a my bad of me. You should always try to keep in touch with people and check in with them. But you've had so much going on. You had another child, which is huge. You're now a three or four time entrepreneur and you have a second book, which I just finished. So tell me, how have you been? How have the last eight years been to you? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting how quickly time goes when you're stopping in the stillness right now. And lots happened. Um, I think we met at the W, like you were saying, in LA. And I had my little Henry with me (laughs) in the sling. And that was kind of the beginning of my interest in entrepreneurship. And I've been good and crazy and a mess and learning and all the things that come along with running your own businesses and having family. Like you don't seem like a mess. I mean, no one ever seems like they are. I feel like you're someone who I'm like, 
you accomplish something and then accomplish something and then your family's so happy and like everything's so put together. I mean, I know nothing's as it appears to be ever, but you know, you have a ton on your plate and you seem to be crushing it. (laughs) Instagram is such an interesting thing that we all live with today and how it makes everyone look shiny and polished. I do my best to share authentically what's going on and what's real when I feel like sharing. Sometimes I just want to be off that thing completely. It's gotten a little dark the last few years. We've talked about it in a lot of past episodes. A major reason that I left marketing is like the social landscape is just really rough right now. You know, you think it's going to get better. And then this episode will air in March. Today, it's February 25th. And there is a potential war impending, which is another huge thing. And it's been huge thing after huge thing. And it seems like no one in the world is getting a break. It's tough on everyone. And also how that plays a role internally, because not to take it to a selfish place, but this is hard on everyone. And I think that's why you're such a great guest for this time is the mind body connection is something that you talk about a lot. It transcends throughout a lot of your businesses and and what you do and how you live. And I think everybody would love to hear a lot about that, like where it starts and what you think the role it plays in wellness today. You know, it's interesting looking, I was just thinking about this yesterday of how wellness looks to us, what we've decided it looks like and what it really is. There's a big difference between what it looks like, again, on Instagram or on, you know, social media platforms and then what true health is. And I think that more and more, it feels important to me that health and self-care, sometimes that includes kind of the downers and it includes being okay going into the darker places. And it's not just drinking smoothies and doing your meditation pose and, you know, sitting and going to your yoga class. That's great. And that's all wonderful. But the older I've gotten, the more clear it is to me that real wellness has little to do with what we're eating and what yoga class we're going to, you know, it has so much to do with more of like, to me, the mental health, my heart, is my heart open? Am I showing up as who I want to be and know that my truth is? And that's just something I've so been contemplating lately is how can I be authentic? How can I go into these places? If I'm having a bad day, wellness isn't like pretending to be having a good day, you know, it's so much more than that. So, you know, that's kind of actually led me into one of our businesses that I'm in the midst of launching with my dear friend, a business partner, Kendra Mark, who is a beloved individual and one of the most brilliant product formulators, like anything she comes out with, I trust immediately. I don't need to hear anything else about it. Absolutely. And that just speaks to like, her soul is pure. (laughs) So she goes to great heights to make sure that every ingredient is absolutely perfect. But we are launching a product line that supports people who are interested in using psychedelics to help heal mind and body heart. And that's been something I've been really interested in since the birth of my daughter, because I had a pretty traumatic birth with her. She was born at home and I ended up having some problems post-birth and I had to go to the hospital. A lot of different things happened and I had some postpartum depression always hard to know that you have postpartum depression while you're in it, but very easy to reflect back and see, oh my goodness. But what helped me a lot, and this might be a little bit unusual to talk about, but doing psychedelics in a a micro dose, and I'm talking about psilocybin, 
supported me and made my life a lot easier and made my children's lives a lot easier and also reminded me what it feels like to have an open heart. And that is to me, the one thing that I'm striving for in this life is to live from a place of heart centeredness and everything else can fall away as long as I have that. And so being reminded what that felt like was so amazing and emotional. And Kendra has her own story on the topic, but you know, we were just noticing that there's a lack in the marketplace for something that, you know, because anything you're taking, whether it be coffee that changes your state, everything, you know, everything's a state change, but it does have effects on your body. So building your body up and then making sure your body has all the minerals and every hydration it needs through the experience. I'm not sure if you're familiar with microdosing. It's hardly, it's not like tripping. You're not having this crazy trip or anything. It's just less than what coffee does for me, honestly. Coffee puts me into a total different state. Coffee is my enemy lately. I have to cut myself off because it's crazy. But no, I mean, taking it back because I want to talk about microdosing. I think it's such an important and topical piece of wellness right now. And a lot of brands are really starting to get into it. I mean, aside from the advertising setbacks, which there are tons just like CBD five years ago. But when you talk about postpartum depression, people do not realize how hard women and the world, people are hard on women mothers especially, and the ability to bounce back. And you're 100% correct in this thinking of like, you don't know that you're suffering so hard because you're so sleep deprived and you've been through this like basically surgery slash traumatic physical experience. You can't even imagine, like I even, I felt like I judged people in the past. I'm like, okay, well, let's get back to work. You know what I mean? Like, and then you go through it and you're just like, not only can I not work right now, I can't even eat. Like I'm, I can barely sleep. Like I'm struggling to understand what's going on. Like maybe I don't even know if I wanted this as much as I thought I did. Like there's so many things and then you're, the guilt comes in, right? Cause you're like, why don't, why aren't I a better mother? <laughs> like all the, it just snowballs. So I think it's great that you're willing to talk about things like that. And a piece of that is in, you know, Western medicine, the tendency is to say, okay, put yourself in therapy or put yourself on medication. Like you need to get back to being a mom. You need to be a better partner, whatever. So medicate. And people are starting to question whether if that's the right choice for them. Of course, I want to be better, but is medicating and not feeling my feelings and not accepting the truth about the situation and, and figuring out who I am in this role, correct. So going back to microdosing, it's such a terrific thing for this experience. And I'm so glad that you guys are doing this. I didn't know it was triggered by that, which is so humbling. It's always humbling to hear about other women going through that, but explain microdosing, like how little it really is. Cause I think a lot of people think of it like mushrooms. I mean, there's many different amounts that you can play with. There's different people putting things out. There's even mushrooms being sold online right now, which is to me because I'm like, how are you legally doing this? But, you know, I guess it just depends on whether you're getting ground or I just want to say too, like when you're going and you're medicating, as you said, and taking a pill that potentially has this major downside, whether it, I mean, there can be suicidal tendencies, there can be all these different things that come along with medicating. And just because mushrooms have had this kind of stigma around them as like, super hippie dippy you're you're just doing you know that's not what it is about and I really just fully believe that 
it's important to assess and just ask the questions. Would I rather be medicated? Maybe someone does rather just have the medication. It's a more comfortable and normal society. Or do I want to play with something that could potentially not only help me actually change the pattern loops in my brain to get better? It's not just band-aiding something. It's actually helping change patterns that have been laid so deep within us. And that has been one of the most beautiful parts of this for me, exploring this territory is watching just different layers of the onion being peeled back from my psyche and my soul. I'm just really feeling vulnerable and able to let go of things that are not serving me anymore. And so it's really amazing. Beautiful. I love that summer. I'm so glad that I picked you to come on here. (laughs) I got to call Kendra too. She's just so much fun and she's so She's she really is. And she just like, she has this presence where she's so low key. And then she says stuff that's just like really intense and really right. I miss her a lot. I love working with her. I need to call her. So taking it back to like microdosing, because I think not only do mushrooms, psilocybin have a huge stigma. There's also people who've used mushrooms. It's the taste. They're like, oh, the taste is really bad, whatever. This is something with microdosing. You can put it in things, right? Like you could make a juice or something. Absolutely. And that's actually, we're building our website out right now. Our company is called Higher State. Which is beautiful name. Thank you. And what we mean by that is reaching your higher state of consciousness. And we were a little concerned that the higher state would get people thinking high, but we're hoping that people can really feel into that. It's reaching your higher state of consciousness. But we have recipes on there of different recipes that you can use to support that. Do you? What a perfect combination, the two of you, something like that. Like only you two could do that and do it well because your background really starts in being a chef, right? Going back, you're a chef. I actually just tried another one of your recipes last night, cheese enchiladas. We're big fans. So how do you go? I think it's so important for people, a lot of the original people in the industry, like yourself, like Kendra too and myself, like people get stuck in a hamster wheel of like, this is the things that I believe in, this is the things I support. Some of the brands that I work with, they're still peddling a lot of like the more fear mongering styles of old clean beauty, old wellness. And you've been able to move a lot with how wellness is transforming over the last few years, which I think is great. But how does somebody really get from where you were? You know, you were a contributor on Mind Body Green too. You've written a lot of recipes. You've been a chef. You still have a juice shop and you guys still do juice. How do you get to where you are now? And what do you think about the past and the work that you've done led you to just start looking more into just the wellness side, not just the health side? Well, in all honesty, I think going through a lot of painful experiences is what's led me to shift. And I'm a creative. Uh, In my heart, I'm creative. I get really, really stir crazy when I don't have a new project going. So I'm always, always creating. So that there's that part of always wanting to you know, what's next? What can I pour my energy into? But also just some really dark places that I've been in my personal life, whether it be historical things, resurfacing, relationship challenges, mothering challenges, business challenges, global challenges, collective energetic challenges. And knowing that if I've dealt with these, if I'm dealing with these things that others are too. And always my hope always is to just be a help. I want to help people. I always have. I want to be a support. I want to 
take some of the lessons that I've learned and the blessings that I've had that are unique to me and share and hope that it can touch some lives. So I guess it's always been more about, you know, as a young 20 something girl, it was more physical related for me. I talk about in my book, as you probably know, that I had an eating disorder from a young age and was very physically focused, thinking very influenced by media, whatever, all that stuff that I think most of us, fortunately, you know, I grew up in the nineties, so I didn't have Instagram. I can't even imagine or TikTok, all these things. But you know, the effects of the nineties, I would say that was the toughest. I mean, it's body image is always a tough subject, but that is when, you know, supermodels were huge, extremely thin individuals. Now it's a lot more accepted to be diverse body types, like how people really look. So, you know, I wouldn't negate like for you, how difficult it would be growing up in the nineties with beautiful people being very, very thin and very, very white. Yeah, absolutely. What I feel is wrong with social media is that's beautiful. I actually love that there's so many different body types, races, everything's being more embraced. With everything comes a positive and a negative. What's really disturbing to me is the filters, the the ability to airbrush videos where I think of my young daughter And I think of her seeing things that aren't actually real. And that's rough. So that's why I guess, again, it comes back to real wellness, which has absolutely nothing to do with what you look like. Absolutely nothing to do with what you look like. Because ultimately, there's going to come a day when women, it's interesting in our society, because we're so, our looks are very focused on what we look like. And having a mother who's 62 or 72, excuse me, and watching her go through this stage of her life where her beauty, her physical beauty is shifting into more of like that old wise woman beauty that I'm like, gosh, I appreciate her so much this phase right now. And I also see how society just ignores her. Um, Most of the society, we're just so conditioned to see youth, the look of youth as more important than wisdom. And so at 36, I'm 36 now, and I'm just wanting so much to cultivate real inner wellness and presence. And I've seen people who maybe in our normal society terms aren't physically beautiful, but because they have a spark in their eyes and because they have taken care of their soul and their internal health are absolutely glowing. And I am attracted to them as a person because what they have is so rare you know so that just comes back to that for me again and again is like real wellness is cultivating that inner soil I think it's so important to talk about this I mean the effects of specifically beauty and wellness on the way women feel and even just like you know having to smile all the time like we talked about you know like that that is all very tough on someone you know to wake up every day and be like not only do i feel physically unattractive but why aren't i happier you know why isn't my life better like why don't i have things that other people have like all of those pieces and it's extremely harmful you know the way things get represented in advertising like when you talk about your 20s nobody believes this i didn't believe this because i'm going to be 30 soon and nobody believes your 20s are like so hard. You really don't know anything about yourself because when you're 20, you're like, okay, calm down. I know everything about myself. Like you don't need to tell me anything. And then, you know, the closer you get, the closer you get. And I'm sure, you know, the 40s are even more clear, but 
I just remember so often, I mean, I did, I got $30,000 I was spent in plastic surgery, you know, because you grow up in this area where like, it's obviously more attractive to look a certain way and to be a certain way. I mean, we both have struggled with similar issues with fitness, like, and we both work out a lot. So that's like, you know, there's a healthy side to it and an unhealthy side. It can quickly become obsession, right? Like you're just, it's never enough. And even just like the act of working out a lot, you end up seeing yourself with less clothes a lot. So you're like, oh, that could be a little better. That could be a little different. And it's just so hard. And I appreciate that you've been so vulnerable about your eating disorder and body issues because it's something that you just expect as the world becomes more accepting, it will happen less and it doesn't. I mean, my cousin, she's 18, she has an eating disorder and it's crazy how long that this is going on. There's a part in the fullest podcast, which I listened to you on and you were terrific, by the way, great podcast, where you talk about your son, Henry, and how he changed you and your perspective of yourself. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. I was actually just thinking about that because it it comes back to body image and confidence so much. But I had Henry when I was 28 and after he was born, everything shifted everything shifted. It's like with each baby, I feel like I've started a new life. Local juicery was born out of Henry being born because without Henry being born, I would have never had the confidence to say to my husband, loved his career and was amazing on the trajectory to do amazing things within that community that I needed to follow my passion and I needed to do this thing. And Henry being born, you know, after you give birth to a child, no matter what kind of birth you have, you go through this amazing transformation because you realize you're so capable. You know, you've grown a child, you've birthed and brought this child into the world. And it also makes me so, it made me so hyper aware of how much I wanted to do what was my soul's purpose to lead the way for him to do his soul's purpose. And uh, the same thing happened when my daughter was born, just feeling so strongly that, you know, I needed to just show up for myself first and foremost and they're just amazing incredible what my children have done for me in so many ways and I feel like with each child too my body issues have dwindled and I feel actually now at 36 more (laughs) healthy and physically fit and comfortable in my skin it's amazing to me and I look back at pictures of myself when I was in my 20s and I was hating my body then and I'm like, gosh, <laughs> how could you? I wasn't seeing clear. I have self-diagnosed body dysmorphic disorder where I never could see myself as what I really was. I was only looking at flaws and having children have really helped me soften. It triggers things, doesn't it? Looking at old photos. I just remember I was very hungry, like actually physically hungry and going through the phase, it was like, I would literally have for lunch, just like a handful of pistachios, you know, cause they had fats in them and things like that. And I was like, I still wanted you to be able to see my abs. And like, I wanted my like things like that. And it was just like, I remember all the times I'm like, it was never like, well, then I should just go eat something. It was like, all right, well then I better go back to the gym or stay really busy, you know, and then I'm not going to forget that I'm hungry or whatever. And it sucks. It really sucks to spend so much time on something that is so meaningless. <laughs> so isn't actually, that's another thing I will say on social media, there are some really wonderful women sharing. I don't know their names right now, but they're just sharing about their bodies now and like talking about this stuff. And that is when you can find those gyms. You know what? I think my 
thing with social media is you just need to unfollow anyone that makes you feel bad. A hundred percent. That's what it is. It's almost like, I love Lacey Phillips who has uh, To Be Magnetic. Somewhere along the line, she talked about using your social media as a manifestation board almost. So only having on there what you really want to see. If there's things that are stressing you out, making you feel bad about yourself, making you have this body hate, don't follow them. And you know, maybe that's even people that are closer to you. But if it's causing you mental health issues, <laughs> you know, just block that. It's okay. As I've gotten older too, and done more unraveling of my histories and some of the places that were deep, dark, buried. It's really helped me have a lot of compassion for myself. It's helped me see why these issues started for me in the beginning. And having just that empathy for what I was going through as a young girl, you know, I had plenty of abandonments happen with people in my life. And I think having a lot of things that they were sudden out of my control, and feeling the need to control as much as I could because there's a lot of uncertainty in my young life. And I know that that's a big part of it too. It's not only like seeing the perfection in magazines or, you know, in TV, (laughs) back then, it's also situations that happen in our lives where we feel out of control and an eating disorder, you know, for me, it was like, I felt I had control. I had control. Like you said, it can quickly, even with working out, it can quickly morph into obsessive. And that's what, you know, I was part of what helped me heal my eating disorder was being a raw foodist. And that also got obsessive. And so what helped me heal at a certain point wasn't healing me anymore. It was actually taking me back into that. So, you know, now I'm just very, I don't have any restrictions on anything. You just eat whatever you want to eat. I eat whatever I want to eat. And I love to eat healthy. My body craves healthy food. And I love croissants and I'll eat a whole bar of chocolate some days. And if it's causing me stress to sit here, like you're saying, being hungry or like, oh, I want that. Or like, I think it's Danielle Dubois, who is one of the co-founders of Sakar Life. She always says joy is a superfood too. And I love that. I really love that. I just relate so much to that, that sometimes there's like a joy food. I had two pieces of sourdough toast the other night with this raw (laughs) butter. God, toast though. Glorious. And I felt so good. I literally felt joy, but I don't go past that. I don't binge eat because that doesn't make me feel good. So for me, it's all about finding this balance of feeling really good. And I know what makes me feel good and I know what doesn't. And so I finally, I think at the age of 36, found my groove with that where it's like, not as big of a deal as it once was. And I get so many girls, younger girls who DM me because I have spoken about eating disorders and wanting to know what they can do and how they can heal. And the the number one thing I always go to is the emotional health. Emotional health is number one. And that's nice that you answer them and you give them insight. I think. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's so nice. You know, like when people actually DM you back when they have a real question, you know, or they just want to even dialogue with somebody who's been through something similar. A lot of people don't have people in their lives who understand or even are compassionate. They're like, well, just stop, like, just stop. Like, and that's such a toxic way to deal with people and try to help them. And then it also, you know, go ahead. It it just also brings up this idea that like your healing will never be a straight line, right? There's going to be moments where you're falling back and then it's important to not manifest that in a shameful way. Like, you know, I was doing so good and now I'm doing so bad again. Like, it's just all a part of how it goes. Yep, I call it falling up. I love that. Always kind of 
having our situations that happen and come back. I love that, Summer. That's so nice. I feel like you always have a positive spin for something, which is like, (laughs) it's such an easy way to like have a little bit more of a brighter tone to things, you know, just remember like, it's fine. It's all part of it. It's fine. Well, there's so much heaviness already in the world. We don't need to weigh ourselves down anymore. I know the last, the last few years have been so tough on people, but speaking of falling up, because I think that's a perfect way to describe this, entrepreneurship tests you in ways that are unimaginable, frankly, compared to being a partner and a parent, nothing compared to those things. Like those will test you like nothing, but how do you really stay present as an entrepreneur? When you do, you have two kids who obviously really need you because they're still young. You have a partner and just a lot going on. I mean, you just talked about your mom. She's getting older. I mean, you obviously have a lot personally and you have now, is it three companies or four? Oh gosh. Well, there's two local juiceries, one in Sedona, one in Flagstaff. There's SWIM, S-W-H-M, which is my wellness and beauty shop, which is next to Sedona flagship. We have higher state. And then my husband and I run a luxury Airbnb that also takes a lot of energy and time. <laughs> We're both like, I don't know, type A-ish. He's definitely type A. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But my husband and I run local together too. So that's important. And when I started it, I was by myself. He was still in the military for the first year of local's life. And that, you know, I had my little baby boy and that was really taxing, really challenging Mike is an amazing operator. He's an amazing operator. So I'm so lucky. We're so lucky to have each other because I feel like even in our astrology charts, we're and our human design. We're complete opposite. What is your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, you are? <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm a Capricorn, Pisces, rising Aries moon. Mike and I both have Aries moons. So we're both really... Uh, headstrong. Yeah, headstrong. But, but we fill in each other's gaps. So... Uh, you know, I'm the creative, I'm the food, I'm the beauty, I'm the atmosphere, I'm the quality control, you know, I'm the organic, I'm like the, uh, that's my roles. And he is like, make it happen. He's all the day to day. So that takes a lot of the stress off of me that was on me to go and create these other things. And for me, it's like having a morning routine is the only way I can manage and still be the person that I want to be in my children's life and in my partner's life. So as of late, that looks like waking up at 5.30, doing yoga meditation before my kids wake up. And um, alone time, alone time. And if I don't have that, I am like easily irritated. I'm not who I want to show up as. That just like 45 minutes of feeding myself and some kind of movement every day. Off lately, it's been hiking because it's just so pretty out. You know, I, I don't like being in the gym, actually. Do you not like the gym? I don't like the gym. I don't like being around people. I find that I always go and I'm like hiding in my hat. You know, I and I'm like, I just want to get my workout in. So now that it's getting nice out, I'm like loving running and walking and hiking outside. You know, sometimes the gym is a bit of a scene, isn't it? it- <laughs> Like it's the only annoying part. I mean, I, I actually don't mind either. I like being outside, but I'm like a little wimpy. Like I just moved into this new office and there's no heating out here. It's only 60 degrees and I'm like wearing like three sweaters. <laughs> so this is an outside is a non-option for me right now. But, you know, at the gym, sometimes my problem is like the people standing around. It's fine, you know, do whatever you want at the gym. But like some people are here to work out. <laughs> Yeah, and like we want to get things going here. I think that's so true. Like to have just alone time 
Oh my God, mine is at night. I think like, I just like to sit in bed and like read something for like 20 minutes after, you know, cash goes to bed. But with all the things that you do, you obviously find time to like reconnect and balance, which I think it is amazing. But what does a day look like? Like, do you have to do things at all companies every day? Or is it pretty just kind of whenever you're feeling like doing something? Typically my day... <laughs> Well, lately I've been starting with my yoga and my meditation, which is 45 minutes before the kids wake up. Then they wake up. Then it's mayhem, as you probably can imagine. Usually my husband's gone by the time they wake up. Oh, he's an early riser too. He's an early riser. There's a lot going on. So he's out. And then it's breakfast, which is conflicting wants. My daughter doesn't like to eat till 10 a.m. ever. She's like, nope, fast till 10. And I can't get her to eat. So we have like funny little breakfast thing going on. And then it's driving them to wherever they're going. My son's homeschooled with grandmas. We're lucky to have grandmas. So that's a big part of our support system is grandmothers and grandfathers who are in Sedona. All of them. Well, Mike and I are from Sedona. So we grew up here. Wow. You never meet people from Sedona. I know. It's so funny. We went to, we're high school sweethearts. So we met in high school and dated in high school and we're in and out for a while until it was time, <laughs> time to get married. So we have that support system. I have a nanny who helps us with Willow, with my little girl, which has been a life changer. God bless nannies. I actually never thought that I would ever have a nanny because I am what you would call an attachment parenting style. And like my son was never with anyone other than the grandmothers. And I guess I just had kind of a idea about that, about having nannies and having Willow and having a nanny has totally changed my idea about that. She's absolutely amazing. Beautiful soul. And you're not the only person. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I would never let like a random person watch my kid or like. Totally. I'm like, okay, I, I spend the first three months with her without leaving Willow with her so that she get really comfortable because ultimately that's going to help me if Willow's really comfortable with her. And that worked out wonderfully and she loves her and like gives her big hugs it's so very sweet so I feel super blessed lots of gratitude there for the people who have shown up in our lives to support us and I feel like that is a big part of what helps make our businesses work is our you know our team our people the people that have been attracted to what we're doing so yeah after the kids are are with the whoever they're spending time with that day, then I'm, then I'm off to businesses. Then I'm off to local swims right next door. So that's wonderful. I get to check in, do orders, whatever it is. I run all the websites, all the social media, all of that for everything. So you do. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you're still really in it. I tried to pass it on, but my control freakness came out and I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I just feel like it, it, when it comes from me, it's more authentic. Yeah. And if you're someone who is like, like you're saying, like a gift that you have is being creative, sometimes passing off creative modalities, is kind of like, well, now I'm doing stuff that I don't really like. And someone else is doing the stuff that I do enjoy. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's why Kendra and I partnered too, is she's great at the formulation of these supplements. And I'm really good at the building of the brand and the, and the uh, like visuals, you know? And so we have like a really good symbiotic relationship there so Kendra and I usually meet two or three times a week and then it's we have our Flagstaff store Mike usually is checking in up there 
And I just launched an online blog too, because so many people ask me for recipes often of like everything I'm cooking or like what books I'm reading or what products are you using or what supplements are you taking? And I was like, what if I just put it all in one place and then everyone can just go, I can lead people to there. What's your blog? It's harmonizewithsummer.com. Oh, cute. Super. Yeah. It's just super basic. I built it myself. I have like hopes for it that I'd, I'd like to do some more with it when I have the time. <laughs> But I, that's where I started, you know, was like blogging and doing not not just blogging, but doing like wellness coaching and helping people with meal plans and shifting their diet to forage more of a plant based plant whole foods diet. And which I'm not vegan, by the way, <laughs> if anyone's asking, some people think that I am, I'm not. But so that's been a fun little side project too to help people. I with. can't believe you even have time for a side project. <laughs> with all of your main projects. I always just like to have lots of things going on. So, and right now we're setting up our Airbnb, which is so fun too, because that's another like creative outlet, creating space, creating a, a space for people to come. And we have like an infrared sauna and. Ooh, so it's, so it's in Sedona then? Yes, yeah, in Sedona. Oh, people are going to love that. You know, people always, in case you guys have never been to Sedona, people go there, it, there's a lot of what they call an energy vortex, right? That's Sedona. So a lot of people go there, you know, to stimulate like creative energy or manifest things. You know, Melissa at Citrine, she goes all the time and she loves it. Who are some other people that you really respect in the industry? I mean, I adore Kendra, not just like on a personal level, but professionally, she's really smart and really, I don't even know another word for this other than just fair. She's very easy to work with and very much like, I want to give you whatever you give back type of person. Incredible integrity. Yes. That's a perfect way to say it. Yeah. Well, I love Aubrey Marcus. I'm just going to say this. He is amazing. I don't know if you've listened to his podcast. No. What is it called? I think it's just the Aubrey Mar- Marcus podcast, but he runs an event called Fit for Service in Sedona and Austin. He's the founder of On It supplement brand. Everything he talks about, everything he shares, everything, every guest he's had on, I resonate so much with what he's doing and putting out into the world. And it always makes me so excited when he comes into local with his beautiful wife. Oh, and he comes in? Yeah, well, they live in Sedona part-time. So I just adore him. I really am just grateful for what he's doing in the world. I also, I mentioned Danielle Dubois and Whitney Ting, who I love what they're doing. They've worked so hard. I know both of them. We went to high school together. They're from Sedona? They're from Sedona, yes. I didn't even know that. So I've got to witness their growth and their just what they've been through and they've always been very inspiring to me. Oh, they I feel like they really talk about some of these more important things and they bring that into a really wonderful business and share that worldwide, which is really cool. With women like that who make like wellness and healthy living approachable is so important because a lot of people like the main reason they don't move forward or they don't make any action in their wellness journey is because it's like I don't have time or I don't have, you know, whatever, like, I don't want to commit to doing this or I'm going to go buy a bunch of groceries and then I'm going to realize I suck at cooking. <laughs> That's what happened to me. <laughs> and so they make things like that approachable. And like, you know, if you buy some of the stuff, like you can interchange it, you can, you know, change, like mix it, things like that, which is just fun. And it's a really good way to start and get people interested in the idea of eating healthier and living healthier. And then the marketing is like, really cool, edgy, trendy, which people love. Yeah. And they do a good job. They really do. I love everything they've done. I often eat scar when I'm too busy. Do you? Oh yeah. I'll order it for like a month straight 
And, you know, people say that the price is expensive, but when you really make all those dressings, do all that shopping and everything, it's just like at local, like we have salads that are in similar form and it actually costs quite a bit to do all that. And just to have someone make it and I'm paying for the ease of it and for knowing that it's high quality every now and then it's really nice to have that little break, especially during stressful times. A hundred percent. There's definitely like the affordability piece, but when you're, you've got a million things going on and you are committed to your health, like there's nothing like saving time, right? I mean, just the amount of time it takes and then it's like rinse out the blender. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> like another, another job. <laughs> so true. There's another person I want to mention who has become a friend and I just think she's absolutely amazing and worth looking into. Her name's Peta Kelly. And she's an author, but more she's just like an inspirational speaker and the way she shares and writes on motherhood, on energy, on work. And it's just incredible. And I feel really blessed that she came into my life. And I think her her message is worth looking into. Oh, good. Well, for anyone who needs amazing inspiration, she's awesome. I'm going to look into it. I will. And I also want to know what's on your beauty and wellness shelf right now. Anything good? Anything you love? I love Dr. Barbara Sturum. I've been using her, but I didn't see her lifting serum. There's a brand called Dr. Loretta that we just got in at Slim. And I really am loving that. The anti-aging serum is amazing. It's so like, just the texture is amazing. And it feels like I actually see a difference. It's higher concentrations of the actual ingredients that work. Ooh. I also use Ventner's Daughter, which we sell at Swim. Mm-hmm. I love Ventner's and Living Libations, of course, the OG. And then my friend Meredith, who has Nucifera, which we also have Swim. It's a beautiful body oil. I love it. It can be used for so many different things. It's coconut-based, coconut oil-based. Makeup-wise, I love RMS, and, which we have at Swim also, and Say. I think Say is a great brand. It's S-A-I-E. Oh, yes. Yeah. Say, they, they launched recently at Sephora. You like the brand? Oh, I love the mascara. Oh, I'm going to have to give it a try. RMS always. Love Rosemary. Love her stuff. Always. But I haven't even tried Say. Everyone talks about it, and I still haven't tried it. I love it. Yeah, I think it, the mascara especially. I like it a lot. And then they have some nice highlighters and shimmery things. And then I always use a, a high sunscreen. Ilia right now, I'm using LA will always be amazing to me. And I love, I love independent beauty. I always will. But, you know, when they get bought, I know sometimes the formulations change, blah, blah, that whole story. But at the same time, it's just amazing to see a brand that's like six, seven years old, all the work that's gone into it and all the things. And then it get bought, you know, that that idea is, is very cool. It's very cool. Oh, I was just thinking of wellness. I mean, really the main thing right now is the seed probiotic. I love that probiotic. I'm not super like, I'm not taking tons of supplements or anything. I I share on my blog the ones that I do cycle, but there'll be days when I don't take anything. But NAD, I do take that for like energy and mitochondria health. So when you decide don't you don't take them because you're someone who's obviously very connected to like how you're feeling at the time, it's just because you feel okay that day or you just forget? No. I actually, sometimes I just get this feeling like my body just needs a break of everything. My body needs a break of everything, you know? And I like to see how I feel without things because then how would I know if they're really working or not, you know? So I do matcha. Also, that's probably my main my main wellness staple. <laughs> matcha. Delicious. So good and it has the L-theanine, so it doesn't whack me out like coffee can. So 
but and the probiotic is excellent. When you make your matcha, do you make like a latte with butter and everything? No, so I'm pretty simple. Right now, it's just whatever milk I've made, typically almond or oat milk that I've made at home with usually some collagen, a pinch of salt and a little honey. What's your opinion? Last question, because I know you have to go, but what's your opinion on liquid collagen? Does it work? I use a powdered. You do? Collagen. Yeah. So I use marine collagen that I order online and... Unless you're getting blood tests and testing your hair and doing all this stuff, how do we really know? I like to think that it does. It makes me feel <laughs> makes me feel like something's happening. Oh, interesting. I have to look more into that. Collagen, I remember for years people were like, it doesn't work, then it did really work, and then it doesn't work. But I mean, it can't hurt, right? It's like vitamin C. I guess it's kind of like going back to ancient nutrition practices and what people have used in different cultures throughout all the centuries and collagen was always in like the bone broths and the cooked. And it's, so I, I do believe that there is something with the gut health. I think it's probably best if you're getting it from homemade bone broths and getting it in that, in that form versus like powdered on the shelf from whole foods, you know, and like sauerkraut and all these different things that come from different cultures. I like the thought of that and why they used it. It's like the ancient nutrition. I love that. I feel like those are always staple things. Like if they use it in Eastern medicine, can't hurt. <laughs> it can't hurt. Okay. Well, this has been so amazing, Summer. How can our listeners support you and the things that you're doing and learn more about all the work that you're doing? Because I, higher state, I'm so psyched about this. Like I could not be more excited. Thank you. I'm very excited to launch that. I think the best way to connect is probably via Instagram, despite all my rantings about it. That's, <laughs> that's where you can find me. I won't post stuff that makes you feel bad. <laughs> it's just summer.sanders. And then I think if people are really interested in the food and more of my story, getting my book, Love Your Body, Feed Your Soul is a good starting place. And via my Instagram, there's lots of links to different things I'm working on. And that's where we'll launch Higher State. Beautiful. I'm so excited, Summer. And this is such a great, it's going to be such a good episode. I'm really excited for people to hear this. I hope you guys will listen. Follow Summer on Instagram. There's new episodes every Tuesday morning. And as always, I hope everyone has a beautiful day, afternoon, whatever time it is where you are. (laughs) 